Welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be discussing birthdays. Do we care about them? Our own? Other people's birthdays? Should we place so much emphasis on birthdays? And uh, all this and more in just a moment. But before we get to that, why don't we talk about any station business? Why don't we? Well, there's no good reason, so let's do that. Okay. Um, we got a big show coming up this Monday, um, December 18th. It's our final New York City show of, of 2017. Mm hmm. And it is the final Vintage Basement with Max and Nikki of 2017. Uh, really, tickets are about to sell out. If you haven't bought a ticket yet, you better buy it now because they're about to sell out. Um, we got a great lineup. We got Will Miles. We got Sam J, Sam Morrill, plus a guest spot by good friend Cameron Vanini. And, and a, a very, very super, super secret, secret special, special guest. Headliner. Why are you saying headliner? They're because, all headliners. Well, I know, but he is a headliner, you know? It's not like he's doing a guest spot. He's doing a full headlining set. Oh, fair enough. I mean, you know, well, every headliner on our show does 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, so, but, okay, I don't quite know what you mean. He's doing a full set is what you mean, I guess. As opposed to doing, like, a quick. Five minute guest set. Well, it's not like five minutes is a good amount right there. Anyway, um, uh, where can you buy a ticket? Where can you buy a ticket? You can buy a ticket at maxandnicky.com slash vintage dash basement or horsetrade.info. Or just go to maxandnicky.com. You'll find the appropriate links and you'll be steered in the correct direction. Let's make this, uh, let's make this final and New York City show. A real hootenanny. Hoot, a doozy. A real hootenanny. Let's, let's make this, let's go out with a bang, you know? We're on this high of Doug Jones winning the Senate race in Alabama. Let's continue that high with some good old-fashioned comedy and music. Yes, yes. And more. Yes, yes. Now, uh, speaking of Doug Jones... Uh, speaking of Doug Jones, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson kind of has confirmed... <laughs> it's so weird these headlines are saying he's confirmed now that he's considering <laughs> running for the presidency in 2024. Now... 2024? Yeah. Why 24? Because he's like, I got movies scheduled up into even 2021. So it's like, I realistically want to... If I were going to be president for president, I wouldn't be till 2024. And I'm just thinking to myself, okay, why? Can you imagine Dwayne, President Dwayne the Rock Johnson, President The Rock? I know. It's so ridiculous of an idea. I mean, gosh, it's like, you know, yeah, really leave it I to the guys who have been doing this. Well, uh, then again, I understand. Then the again, idea. I understand people's desire to have somebody that hasn't been but, uh, in but here's the thing the is, system here's but the I thing feel there like are people in the system that, that are, good. are good like bernie, bernie sanders, sanders. It, it, you need people with experience you know clearly just get the people like mitch mcconnell out of there and paul ryan the guys who are just truly just uh 
the scum of buckets, the scum buckets of of Congress, basically, that who are, for some reason, they're determining the country's future. And well, it's, and it's also a shame. get, obviously, Donald Trump out and of but, there. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but, I mean, but that's but also an are, example of somebody um, that doesn't but, have any public office experience. But we're talking about the people experience who, who do have public office experience. These guys do, and they just try every shady trick in the book um, just to get their sort of way their and policies they're, they're, they're poli- and got, it's got not even through. that it's like they really don't care about the people they're representing they just care about themselves that's what it seems like these days well you know but we're not trying to get political on this episode right but it is kind of a ridiculous but there are good thing people out to, there and I, it, I'm it not is just, kind of a ridiculous thing though that he's just <laughs> i mean the rock, it's like ridiculous. I mean, but anyway, who's I mean, going to vote for him? I will I mean, say though, that, I guess you know, people will vote. But for But there him are good way, people right? out there. You know, we're not just saying this because we're liberal. But you know, Bernie Sanders, he's genuinely seems like a good guy. Hasn't done any shady, corrupt things in his life. You know, and um, you know, there are politicians out there like Bernie Sanders. You know, and I think those are the guys that we should be putting in office. You know, right? And he's held public office. You know, if The Rock wants to run for presidency, okay, for, first of all, he was using, like, he's like, well, wh- why not, you know, Ronald Reagan was an actor, and so was Arnold Schwarzenegger. First of all... Both are bad bo- examples. Both are bad examples. Because they're, you know, I know some people defend Ronald Reagan, but Ronald Reagan, boy, did he do a lot of bad things. Right. Um, I mean, I don't, know, a lot know, of I don't really should, know what good that well, Ronald Reagan did. people argue that the economy turned for the better in the 80s, but it was actually... From my understanding, is because he went against the policies that he had put forth in his campaign. He had he had cut taxes at first, and Reaganomics was a, a drastic failure. And then he actually, I believe, if I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong in these argument sections or in, I'll comment on it, that he, in fact, actually raised taxes, and that's actually what boosted the economy a little bit. Tip more O'Neill, again. right? What something about Tip O'Neill? I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know anything. He's like speaker. Of the- I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Don't call uh, me on that. I mean, there are a couple things that he did during his presidency that can be regarded as good. If well, I want. will say, like he did, re- he did. For- he was the first. He was the first to nominate a, a female Supreme Court justice, Sandra Day O'Connor. Yeah, but all the neglect about. HIV and AIDS research. It's terrible. It's yeah. like he, he took almost did, such a long time. They didn't even recognize that it existed until yeah. until hit the last year of his presidency. And also, you should hear if you can hear recordings of his press secretary making fun of AIDS, uh, the AIDS epidemic as that gay bug or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's really terrible. Like how how well, also prejudiced I mean, people were back then. You know, I mean, I even mean, also is another thing is. You know, the war on drugs started during his administration, and it's put a lot of, you know, people behind bars that don't really deserve to be behind bars, and it's created a, a really terrible system, actually. Well, also, Reagan, like, you know, he closed down a lot of mental institutions that, uh, psychiatric wards, that, that left a put lot a, of uh, people crazy out the people streets. homeless, yeah. you know? That's why you, you start seeing... I mean, seeing look, a, we, the list goes on. I mean, we can argue... the Iran... Contra conflict, which Iran is, Contra conflict is a really, which is really just I look into that. Actually, that a, I, I believe that's Ronald. I think that's that, the thing that Ronald Reagan Jr. decided that he couldn't. Uh, 
I don't quote me on this. Take it with a grain of salt. But I think that was one of the major leading things that made him decide that he couldn't really have faith in his father anymore. Something like that. Or Ronald I, Reagan I Jr. By the way, is Jesus. is a very liberal, uh, progressive person. Progressive person. And same with his sister, actually, too. Uh, and you may think that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I, I we like tend to think, to think that's a good, a good thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, I don't want to. It's weird. I I can't understand anybody saying that being progressive is a bad thing, you know? I mean, like... Right, I don't understand. I mean, and I know some people take issue with the word progressive when referring to liberals because, you know... Some what, liberals what are so liberal that they actually become regressive, in my, my opinion. Right, actually. but I... And that's true. So... I, or it's not really liberal. Sometimes they're not being so liberal as con, being constrictive and conservative, actually. I think... I'm liberal for, attitudes get so conservative they actually are conservative, you know? I'm all for progressive... Uh, in I'm, the, I'm all for the realist sense of the term. In the realist sense of the term, although I will say my own, the way I lead my own life might be somewhat conservative, actually. Um, but that's just me. I, the way I view society is that it should be run in a progressive, liberal kind of way, I think. Um, sure, sure, sure. Um, well, they're, they're different. You know, they're different policies for different, different things. You know, I don't like one to, can argue that sure. a liberal, like, I won't like laissez-faire economics, that would be considered... A liberal form of economics, but that's a very, uh, you know, cons- in our political climate these days, that's a very, you know, conservatives might like that kind of policy more, even though that's, you know, that would be a liberal form of economics, in my opinion. Well, I don't even yeah. like to label myself or anybody really, unless you really are like a politician in the co- in Congress who votes with along party lines, and a lot of them do because. It, which is unfortunate. And that's a big problem yeah, with I party. Think the, I think the party parties, system is a terrible system, thing. Actually. You know, people really they have to support their party, and I mean, it's a big problem own, right you know? now in in Congress. You know, uh, these people can't. You know, Republicans are trying to stick to their has their party Agendas. lines all the time, and they're not really. That's why it was such major news. You know that John McCain voted against the health care bill that the Republicans put forth in, in the Senate, that was such major news. But why should that be major news that somebody strays from the party, you know? It's, I know, it's, it's like so he can't think for himself. It's just really a ridiculous thing. I mean, and that's a big problem because it's created a certain, uh, well, a polarizing government for one. And it's also created a situation where I think it's, uh, people... People just want to win, basically. Well, and they they want to win their their they want their side to win, you know. And it's created and I think that's sides basically, that, you know. And oh god, they man, let don't me want speak. to admit to having you know maybe they're wrong about something. I think the two party system has actually uh, augmented the idea of of this there being this divide in this country, and it's it's really really bad right now. And part of it is I I think part of it is Trump being president and it's really shed light on the parts of the country that we didn't look at before that really have, well, I have been, have always had backwards way of thinking, backwards way of thinking, but also technology and social media has brought to light these things too. Having Trump in the office actually has shed light on that. The fact that they're not straying from their party so much is it's shedding light on that more because he has. He's putting forth all these diff- ridiculous things, and they're 
still sticking to their party on that. And it's like, come on, guys, you got to. I know. I mean, he's know, been accused of so many sexual allegations or so many sexual. Well, it's not what so, I'm talking so about. I'm just talking no, about I am, policy no, I'm, ideas. That, yeah. There's so much sexual much misconduct allegations against him. And yet the leaders of his party in, in the Senate and and the House don't want to vote to impeach him or don't want him to resign. You know, they, they're not asking him to step down, which is really kind of hypocritical considering that they've asked other politicians to step down and, and things like that. Um, well, certain, you know, Republicans were asking, you know, like Roy Moore, they weren't endorsing Roy Moore. I mean, there were a lot of them actually. I know, but why, why, why like, the president? I don't, you know, I mean, I think because, well, part of it is, would that mean the death of the Republican Party? In a way, the Republican Party has died with Trump, actually. Perhaps. Is that, you know, perhaps. Well, here's another thing about it is the, the presidency is kind of a, uh, you know, senators are very important, too. But uh, it would kind of create a, well, I don't know, actually. It's interesting. I think, it yeah, it would destabilize their party basically because it said you know it was like oh this is the guy that we voted into office and but now I, I will happen. say like you know this whole Donald Trump era even though it's already just has, has yeah. also shed light on and especially with this Roy Moore Doug Jones election it's really caused me to believe that some people should not be allowed to vote you know I mean I know we are living in this country but just to think of the idea that people are so easily swayed with their opinions and some people are so stubborn that they cannot believe they, the truth, you know, over their party, you know. Right, right. There was, know, a, I was, it's I like, was watching this thing where people were being interviewed about people who were going to vote for Roy Moore were being interviewed. And essentially they were arguing that well, we don't want a Democrat in office, so we have to. We need to vote for Roy Moore. That was their argument because, because the guy was. This is another reason this party politics is really bad. But even though they, and then they just started trying to um, argue f- against these allegations, and they were kind of justifying. They were, they're kind of justifying their reason for voting for him by disagreeing with any actual evidence was out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, basically... By saying that it wasn't true, you know, that they just didn't believe it. But this is basically what happened with the uh, Hillary Clinton-Trump election, you know? I mean, like, people didn't want to vote for her, so it was like anybody but her, you know? And so Donald Trump was their only choice at that moment. I know, and it's like... So stupid, actually. It's just a a very stupid idea. I I hate to say it, but, I mean, there's too many people in this country that don't have think for themselves and don't and so there's their cattle their cattle their sheep you know they just want to well i don't know about that it, well, this yeah is that just, is, part of that is to, true but this doesn't have to part just of do it with is, politics it also has to do with no, like part of it is sensationalism and like um when when people are accused in the media of something like they're just this there's this bandwagon effect when people don't want to do research themselves they'll just believe anything you know and um i i do you honestly believe in doing your own research, you know, and forming your own opinion on Sure, on and you can kind of take because a lead there's from never, things that are said. Nothing but, is ever black and white. It's always gray, you know? Yeah, it's true. As we always say on this podcast, yeah. But one thing it was Anyway, say, we are straying 
very much from what we were supposed to talk we're about. We're straying from party lines right now. <laughs> Which is good. I think eventually there won't be a two-party system, I think. Um, um, by the way, if you disagree with anything we've said on this podcast just now... Uh, Steve, I know you're listening, maybe. And, uh, and maybe you want to correct us on some things, maybe. Yeah, I but don't know. Yeah. I, I do think that a two-party system is... It's really creating more of a divide than ever before in this country, and that's a problem. Right. Well, you know, one thing that the Trump... Some could argue that the one thing that the Trump... That, that he got into office, one thing that is maybe bad or good is that it's shed uh, light on the people that are in this country that d- aren't thinking in a progressive way. I, I just said that. Did you say that? I already said, I already said basically it shed light on how backward thinking some people are, you know? Oh, okay, never mind. Well, cut that out. Okay, or, or keep it in. No, know? no, no, cut that out. Maybe show how, it, maybe this conversation has shed light on... The idea that Max doesn't listen, you know? Well, Nikki, we were saying, though, that some people shouldn't vote. I mean, should there be a test then for voting, I suppose? Sort of. like Much like driving a car, you know? There should be, like, uh, an IQ test or something. You, you, I think you should have a certain IQ Not an level IQ. to be able to vote. You I know? don't even think you should have an IQ test because some people are just uninformed, actually, too. Right, that's true. I think but you should have a again, test to, to show that... No, but some people are informed by the wrong media outlets, I think, you know? Well, that's the thing. That's another problem is the media. Do we, what do we trust, actually, in the media? I mean, we can only go and so far. This, like, fa- what, do we, what, do think, we, what can we really trust, I think you know? NPR is generally, like, you can trust NPR. Well, that's not necessarily true. I don't know about that. I mean, and, uh, maybe AP News, actually, is something you should look at because that uh, is kind of a, 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 a coalition of a, di- a lot of different media outlets, actually, so that they kind of... I think do its best to try and be as neutral as possible. I think. I mean, I don't the Associated know. Press. Exactly. But, but um, with that said, you know, you could even say that about history itself. You know, how much of that can you trust? You know. Um, anyway, you know, the reason the theory, I mentioned the theory of history. The mentioned reason I mentioned Doug Jones, and we'll get to our main topic in a second, is because of Doug E. Jones, played by Kyle MacLachlan in Twin Peaks. The Return. And uh, Kyle McLaughlin, if you guys didn't know, he was just nominated for a Golden Globe for his performance in the latest Twin, Peak, Twin Peaks series. I guess people, they're calling it a miniseries for the Golden Globes. You know, so congrats to him. But I do want to talk about, very briefly, how many things got snubbed this year at the Golden Globes. As what happened with, in the Emmys, as, as what happened in the Emmys, the Golden Globes snubbed the leftovers again, very unfortunately, because there's some of the truly the mo- most top-notch acting I've ever seen in a TV series in the leftovers. I mean, God, I can't believe they didn't nominate Carrie Coon or Justin Theroux. I mean, he's so good in that show. And I can't believe they didn't nominate Mike McKeon again for the Golden Globes. Wait, why are you talking about this now? Oh, for, for the Golden Globes. Yeah, the nominations well, come out. Well, here's the thing about the Here's the thing about the Golden Globes. It's the Hollywood Foreign Press. And I, I watched an interview with Judd Apatow about um, how, that, how certain things win or get nominated uh, by the Hollywood Foreign Press for comedies that shouldn't win. Like, apparently, like the Martian, the Martian was... He was talking about the Martian, and he's like, "Why did this?" W-? No, I, I get it though. It's not like, 
okay, I, I don't agree with this statement because it's it's com- best comedy or musical, but some movies don't belong necessarily in one category or the other. So you have to decide, okay, what, you know, it's Wasn't like- Wasn't The Martian just a straight drama? Was it? No, I, I believe I there are comedic it. aspects. I will say like the some movies that are more dramas tend, you know, sometimes go into that category. Or sometimes this happens where, like, this happened this year, actually. Um, Saoirse Ronan, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. She was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, I believe, for... Oh, no, she's been nominated for Best Actress. But, like, in, in 1980, Timothy Wutton... Tim, or 1981, Hi. Timothy Hutton won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor when he was... Cl- for ordinary people, when he was clearly, clearly the, the lead, lead actor. actor. So it, it's weird. They, It's almost like as if the the producers of the movie, they boosted, they they were trying to get him to have a, a best supporting actor nomination because they so thought he, he would win, win at that category. Anyway, um, but Golden Globes didn't get it right. Like the Emmys this past year, did not get it right. You know, hopefully the Oscars get it right. Because they sort of kind of got some of it right last year, I guess. Yeah, sort of. Sort of, yeah, sort of. I, mean, I guess. I'm adding the, the, the all true the best picture win, best picture of the year. Yeah, but did they Not get it right opinion. in getting who, to having what won one? Sure, win, yeah, you know? that's true. I think, yeah, perhaps. Now, wait, why, why are we talking about the Golden Gloves? Did they come out with the nominees already? Yeah, uh, earlier this week. Who... Was the uh, any movies? What? Well, yeah, you haven't seen any of them yet. What? I mean, I haven't had time to go see the movies yet. I mean, you know, there's, you know, Lady Bird. Oh, is that the movie about Tad Dameron's uh, song? <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody called the Calvary over here. Max, of course, is talking about the jazz standard Wait, Lady Bird. Is it Tad Dameron or is which it Tad is, uh, Tam- named after Lady Bird uh, Holiday, Billy Holiday. It's not her name's not Lady Bird, it's Lady Day. <laughs> oh really? Uh maybe? Yeah, Lady Day. Foolish child. Wait, sweet they, child of who's mine. Lady Bird. Lady Bird Johnson? Named after FDR's wife, Lady Bird Johnson? Ah uh, yes. Buffont Betty. That's right. Tad Dameron. He was a pianist back in the... Uh, ah, yes. Lady Day. Well, in any event, uh, so what else is not... What else? What other movies are out? Oh, we don't have to talk about this no, anymore. No, but I'm just curious. The Florida Project. I heard that was really good. What well, is that? That wasn't even nominated for Best Picture. That was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Willem Dafoe. Apparently, he does a good job. What is that about? He's a slice of life movie about these kids that grow up in, like, a motel, basically. Uh-huh. Um, and what about uh, it? Did uh, the disaster artist get nominated for anything? It did. It did. Did James Franco get he nominated did, he did. for best actor? Yeah. Did that get nominated for best movie? Comedy. Yeah. Really? I would like to see that movie. Uh, that's my big one. I, oh, by the way, guys, guess what came out tonight? Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Who cares? Well, I mean, I'll go see I it. Mean, I'm gonna go free see at the it. Grand Lake Theater, probably. Which I mean, don't say what? that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, Star Wars. I saw some people wearing shirts today in my work, and they were about to go see it. I guess I can't go on Facebook for the next like couple weeks. I guess because people are just gonna ruin it right away. People really know how to spoil things. I I even just I can't I, even go I, on I, Yahoo.com. I can't even go on. Go- I put 
put in Star Wars in Google just to see the box office receipts for tonight. I was just curious. But, you know, somebody was about to say, talk about the ending for it. And I was like, uh, excusez-moi, somebody here hasn't seen it yet. People really just need to lay, lay off, lean back. Some people need make to lean them miss back, you, you know? make them miss you. But also, I'm, if my voice sounds a little weird right now, it's because I'm sort of leaning back and making you guys miss me a oh, little man. bit right now. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I, truth be told, if a movie just came out or a television episode, you come on, you got to wait a while before you talk about it. Nobody wants to hear your opinion that much on Facebook. Wait cut, at least cut. a week. I mean, nobody wants to hear your opinion on Facebook. You know, it's it's so stupid. Like, if you have, if you want to express your opinion, talk to the people you want to talk to about it. You know, come on, geez. I mean, God. If you want to express your opinion, you know, email, you know, email your Congress, your, your local congressman and, you know, he'll get back to you or she'll get back to you. Anyway. All right. Cut that out, Max. I don't know. That was a dumb joke. I forget All that. right. Oh. Write your congressman. All right. To say. Um, as it is getting late, we got to get to our, the top, main topic of birthdays. Birthdays. What do we think about them? Well, well, I think overall, I like them. Me too. I mean, we probably should get somebody on here who doesn't like them that much. I guess our older brother doesn't really care. No, I don't know about anyone who doesn't like. Well, some people don't like because birthdays, I guess. here's the one thing. I I really enjoy celebrating other people's birthdays because it's. But I really enjoy celebrating my birthday. It's basically the one time I know one time in the year where it's it's your day and lady day, but. <laughs> It's like, and people say, well, why can't that be every day, you know? And it's kind of like, well, it's well not. sometimes you don't, you know, it's hard to find the time to get together with people and friends. And I think this is, it's sort of an excuse for everybody to get together, you know? It's like uh, when my sister got married recently, it was a, sort of an excuse to, to get see, all these people well, in her to get, life together under one roof, yeah. you know, for one time. And that's never happened ever, actually. You so, know? you know, I mean... For the first time Uncle ever, Will, my met Uncle, Uncle Will. Will. No, Uncle not Will. your uncle. Just Uncle Phil. I met Uncle Will for well, the first time. Whose uncles? I don't know. No, I think they might have met once before. I don't know but about that, actually. It was kind of like Uncle Phil meet Uncle, Uncle Will. Will. Or is like Uncle Phil, Uncle Will. I'm the one that uh, was able... I, I was the... And listeners, what do we mean by that? I, I, Uncle Will I, is uh, our, our mother's brother. Meeting. And Uncle Phil is our father's brother. Right. And that was kind of an interesting thing because they're very funny, both of them, in different, in different kinds, of, kinds ways. of ways. Um, one is... Our Uncle Will is very dry. He's also very witty, you know? Very witty, very funny. Um, and our Uncle Phil is... He's sort he of sort kind of, of got the in, kind immature, of, sort immature of sense of humor, but in a funny kind of in way. In a funny kind of way. I wouldn't... I don't like to say crass, even though it is kind of crass, but... It's more immature, you know what I mean? He's There's also certain, Jewish. He's not, well, why are you saying that? Because, well, as opposed to Filipino, you know, that's the Jewish side of us. Is, oh, you I know, got you. Well, you should say then he's Romanian-Russian. I mean, he's born in America, though. Um, but I was going to say that is, yeah, he has sort of his, this immature sense of humor, you know, which can be a little crass in a way, depending on who you talk to. But I feel like crass is in such a negative connotation. I don't well, like some that people word. Like it. I don't like that word I don't placed like upon his crass. type of humor, which is very funny, you know, and very, it's very silly is what it is. I like thinking it's silly and immature, you know. Anyway, um, kind of. so birthdays, it's a, really an excuse 
to get your friends together and not just celebrate you, but celebrate each other and getting together and having fun. I like that's what I like about birthdays. Now I will. I I, do. I like the birthday. I like it from. I like my own birthday though because. I get to be a little bit in control of what happens, you know, and I can kind of steer things the way I'd like to as opposed to other sure. people's birthdays. But I really do like it just because it's a way... Well, Not to say that I want to be in control. It's time, also but, a way You know, to, if it's another person's birthday, they may be doing something that I might not be totally into, you know It's also like going me, to a bar. me loving food so that. much. It's a way for me to get some free food for the day, you know? And cake. Mm, and I love cake. cake. And candy, probably. Mmm. Mm. And maybe play some board games, you know. Ooh, mm. Yeah, I mean, you know. Speaking of which, our 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 birthday, our next birthday, it's going to be a big one, and we have a show that day. That's going to be cool, right? But we'll talk next, about that later. We'll talk about that uh, later. in a few weeks. But a oh, weeks. just so you know, be, uh, well, we'll talk about it later. But we won't be doing. Well, we'll talk about it later. Um, uh, anyway, um, yeah. So. Here's the thing. I used to kind of think, though, back in the day, maybe before my junior year of college, I used to say, well, birthdays, I, you know, they're fine. I like I like it when we celebrate it, but I don't need to have a birthday. I don't need what, to be What, are you crying celebrate. or something? I was just kind of... What, are you crying or something, huh? I, a little birthday I, boy? Uh, yeah. Um, wah, she, wah. Um, oh, we got to practice that. So... Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, birthdays. Uh, before junior year of college, I kind of was thinking, yeah, I mean, I'd like celebrating. It's cool, but I didn't make it a point to tell people when it was my birthday. I felt like I was being a little too egocentric, and I had a problem. To, I just didn't feel like some people. Some people like. Um, I didn't want to advertise it. I just felt like that was just so you know, just egocentric. Some people you don't know? like the attention, you know. I guess. Well, I just felt like it was un un uh, deserved attention. You but know how I mean? would somebody I, ever just because know? it was my just because it's I was born that day sure. means I'm getting attention. It's, we're celebrating your li- not just your birth but your life. No, but what I'm saying is I, me telling people about that. So I didn't feel right about that. And then my junior year of college, I was abroad studying in France and. He, there, I he turned into a, a lady at that time. He was abroad, right? No, but I, uh, I was. He was in Lady France, Bird, and I didn't uh, make sure to tell everybody that it was my birthday. I did. Max and I were studying in different cities at the time, in right? France. So uh, I didn't do any. I was alone on my birthday, and it was kind of it was sad actually. And then I got sick that night, and it was just the worst. It was. Terrible, and then from that point forward, I was making sure I reminded people that it was my birthday, and it was a true lesson to me that realized you'd rather I actually be happy. I want to be happy on my birthday. Happy birthday, not lonely birthday. And yeah, even though it's a lonely, even though the celebration of a birthday is something that society has instilled in us that has to be an important thing. I say yay on that. You're affected by that. You know, I am affected. Society affects me. And And you know what? I I think what Max made made Max especially lonely was that on on that same day, my homestay family knew it was my birthday because I told them. I didn't. And they cooked me. I didn't even know that. For dinner. Mm, It was so good. And they just went all out. And they actually got me presents too. That was very nice of them. And, um... You know, and then there was a whole other big birthday party, combined birthday party with uh, our friend uh, Molly Quinn. That was good. That was fun, too. That was another 
party. Anyways, just a, it was fun. The point is, birthdays can be fun. Actually, in fact, I remember when I turned 24, um, I was in San Francisco, and my sister, we went to my sister's house, and it was just a few of us, some of my close, no, not closest we, friends. Nikki did. I well, was Max not, wasn't living in San Francisco I was living time. in Los Angeles and, at the time. Um, some of my closest friends were there, and it was such a fun, joyous occasion. We played some games. We had some dinner, um, and it was just great. Uh, it was so fun, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, kind of wish I was, up there. was there. Mike was there. Uh, yeah, I wish I was at that, but I think I didn't, you know, I didn't spend it alone. I had a birthday dinner with Nick my Kringo mom. Was there. We had some really oh, funny oh, laughs. Oh, okay, I spent it with my mom and my older brother. And that was like whatever. It was okay, I guess. But you know, I was I was jealous when I learned about that. I was like, man, I wish I was up there. You know what? On but our birthday, my future birthdays, year, though, my future birthdays though were always quite fun. After. Oh yeah. You know what? Uh, I will say because you know at this point we try to make a, a an effort. Well, actually, on my our, own si- birthday, you our know? siblings, like my sister, will throw us. She's thrown us a couple surprise birthday parties. Although since. I kind of got the idea sometimes. Although the one time that was truly a surprise party was not for a not birthday. Not a birthday. It was just a celebration uh, of our musicals. Of, Max and I had well, put on just our, feats that we had to accomplish we had, at the time. We had put on two full productions of our musicals that we wrote. And we had just finished the run of Max's. And my sister just decided... To throw us a party, we had no idea. Surprise! That's what made it especially a surprise party. But I think part of it also was she was kind of testing the the waters out because she was gonna actually throw a surprise party for a friend of ours. Uh, in any event, but she was like, "Well, this is a good excuse to have." But you know what? We threw party. our sister a surprise birthday party once. And she truly was surprised. She was really surprised. I mean, she thought, even though all the clues are right in I know, before there her. Was, the, the, the door was left ajar because their door doesn't work very well. And she was like, she thought somebody had broken in. And she looked on the table and there were like chips and candy. And she's like, and she just like, somebody she, in her break, head, she just she was like, like, somebody broke in and, and decided left, to have a party and here. <laughs> decided to leave chips and candy and she on. She didn't remember the that table. her birth. I mean, it was not on her birthday day, but. She just forgot, you know, her birthday had passed, and she just was like, that's bad, you know. She didn't think about it anymore, you know. Uh, um, and, and so it was, It was. she was truly surprised. Yeah, that was That's real- so fun. I like surprise birthday parties. I like actually throwing surprise birthday parties and really seeing the, the look on their face, so to speak, you know. Uh, the proverbial look on their face. Not proverbial, not but a the, proverbial thing. the common vernacular or no... The what idiom look on their face. Why is it? That's not an idiom. There is a certain look on their face. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, actually. Uh, I speak, of course. Well, of I, guess pro- I guess it is idiomatic. I guess it is. Oh, well, the common expression, the look on her face was. Yeah, priceless. I guess that is. It, yeah, it is an idiom, I guess. Right. Um, look on her face. Anyway, I will say this. Priceless. Um, well, that's not an idiom. People would say that. The look on her face. I mean, it's. Well, actually, do you say that? Oh, come on, forget it. I guess. Can you say that in other languages? Let's think about it. Uh, no, you wouldn't say the look. You would say the how appearance, she seemed, the appearance how of she her seemed. face. Um, but I will say this: birthdays are just tons of fun. And why are we talking about birthdays today? Well, 
For one, our birthday's coming up in January, January 15th. It's Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. In case well. anyone wanted to know. Um, but also. In case anyone wanted to buy me a new outfit. We were thinking so about holidays and, out. you know, uh, Christmas. I mean, I guess that's supposed to be the birth of Christ, even though that's not really the, actually the day that Christ was born. They just made it that day um, to fall more in line with winter solstice because they thought, oh, we're already celebrating winter solstice. Um, which is like a pagan tradition, let's put Christmas around that time and kind of make just the Christmas tree a symbol of Christmas rather than a symbol of the pagan tradition, which was the winter solstice. Uh, you know, so those those big Christmas trees, they were more like winter solstice Gift-giving trees. also was a pagan thing as well. So when you think about it, I believe. And, I believe. and so what about... Because back get, before Charles Dickens, by the way, just so you guys know, uh, Christmas was not celebrated in the way that we celebrate it now, which is like a joyous, warm, family-friendly kind of a thing that we really go all out once a year for. Uh, before that, it was celebrated sort of in the way people celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It was kind of a, a thing for adults to get together and kind of party, but it wasn't like anything that special, at, you know, for your common people, you know, uh, you know, of course the, you know, the church celebrated it, you know, and everything, but, uh, it wasn't, you know, this big, you know, once a year, one time a year kind of a thing, you know, that everyone made sure they had to celebrate Christmas, you know, that year. Yeah. But what about gift giving in general? What do you think about it? Well, wait, why are we doing that? We're talking about birthdays. Well, I know on birthdays. Okay, yeah. You know, I guess birthdays are a little bit easier to give gifts than Christmas. Christmas, you got to buy gifts for so many people, and it's just kind of like, ugh, what do I get every single person in my family right Right. now? But birthdays, you're just buying gifts for one person, and that's more doable, and I like that. Um, And it makes you really think about that one person. What's going to be the best gift for that one person? You don't Instead need to get a gift. I Christmas think your presence like, is a kind of... So a, not your Christ- presence. Your pres- presence is Inspe- a gift Instead enough. of like Christmas where you got to think about gifts for multiple people and it ends up being like medi- mediocre gifts for everybody. Not true all the time, but sometimes it can be great. But, you know, it's kind of like birthdays. You know, I've given good gifts on birthdays. I like that. Really? What have you given on birthdays? Ooh, I gave an ice cream maker with an uh, ice cream uh, recipe book Oh, for I my got sister. that with you. No, I got that. No, I bet you $5. But it was my idea. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, you know, uh, sure, sure, sure. Um, ice cream maker, that's a good wedding gift, by the way, for people. If you don't want to go by the registry, which I think is kind of a ridiculous thing. Although, is it kind of? Maybe it is not that ridiculous now I think more about it. You kind of so don't want don't get people, repeat. You gifts. don't want to repeat gifts, I suppose. You know what, though? But I, I think I would just, if that's I the case, think, I wouldn't. I would just have your registry blank and just say, tell people like, "Hey, look, I'm getting this person this." If it's in, have that on, no, on there. You know what I, I mean? Think you don't need no, a registry. not even like that. More like try to come up with the most inventive wedding gift you can think of. That way, you know nobody's going to get it. No, but you could also, I like my way, is like you kind of check in with your gift, you know? Or more like, I did it my, I did it my way. I don't know why you're, you're singing that. Actually. I don't know. Um, but I think, you know, if you just sort of did like a check-in system, you know, like, hey, checking in, this is my gift. 
Um, no actual registry, you know, where you say what you want, because it's just, just kind of a selfish thing, a little bit, in my opinion. You know, it's like, hey, get us this thing. You know, we had you spend this amount of money to come to our wedding. You know, and uh, we want. Anyway, you to do we're not this talking about weddings thing, right you know? now. We're talking about birthdays. Now, is it important to celebrate? I mean, that's not always for every wedding you go. To. I think you know, yeah. When you fly are cool. somewhere, I, mean, now, I, I will know, say this: cool. last our last birthday. We were so busy, Max and I, that on our birthday, on the actual day of our birthday, we decided to stay in, and I cooked up up some steaks. And oh, on an actual birthday, that was fun. You know, we had a real steak dinner situation, and we did, we did. We, that was a good we, situation. You know, it was just me and Max. You know, but you know, we had to clean up those. Oh, night. I, I hate cleaning, hate cleaning up. up. I wish somebody. Um, else now, I will say this: we did go out with some friends. What the day after, I believe. The day after, and that was a lot of fun. You know, we, we played, played games. We found out about that place. Well, in the we Commons actually the ate dinner at Nikki. Uh, well, anyway, no, we we ate dinner with them, and <laughs> that was fun. Out of this nice place, and it was real fun. And then we went and played board games afterwards, and it was a good old time. A good old time, you know. And uh, you know, the most important, you could you could really be anywhere, but if you're with friends, you know, it's a great time, you know. And that's the most important thing about birthdays is it's a time to celebrate with your friends and family. Friends and or family. And uh, and that's what better excuse to to get together with friends than a birthday. So that's my argument for a birthday. Right. Now, um, let's think about, ne- you know, the negative things about a birthday or one or not negative, but why is it important? Why is it important? You know? It's just another day of the year, really, you know, especially as you go get older, you know, it's like, what's so significant about another year passing by, you know, I suppose that I can understand that argument. And it's like, well, you know, in a way, your birthday reminds you that you're getting older. You're getting and some older people might get depressed by that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get a little depressed sometimes. sometimes yeah. You know? It's like. Oh boy, I'm getting older here. I don't like that idea. You know, I know I know some people like that idea, but I personally I don't like that idea. You know, I, I want to stay young forever, forever young. I'm just kidding. I don't even want to quote that. I cut that out right there. Um, but you know, um, I kind of think, uh, yeah, you know, our older brother doesn't really care much for. He doesn't care that. Uh, he doesn't care about birthdays. But I kind of think he just says that, to be honest, you know. Uh, I'm sure he I mean, does. If nobody wished you a happy birthday on your birthday, wouldn't you be a little sad? That would be depressing. Point. It is depressing. Proven. I, you know, I got to say. No, I guess some people truly don't care. Some people even forget it's their birthday, I think, you know. Yeah, actually, you know what was also a good birthday? Our 25th birthday. That was good. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we were just... About two weeks away from opening my musical, and Made in China. you know, we, we you know, our friends all gathered us together. We all gathered together at Los Panchos Salvadorian Sal- Salvadorian restaurant in San Francisco. San Francisco, and that was a lot of fun. We were all there, and then we hung out. Our friend oh, who cares about Greg's this if you're listening? You know, but I got sick later. Sick, sick again, Max, on your birthday. I did get sick again though for some reason. Oh come on, who cares? Yeah, I don't know why I I don't know. We got any final thoughts on this subject? I guess it wasn't too 
in depth of a topic. Huh? Well, I guess of, we you tried. Know, we tried. I mean, uh, I wish we had somebody that could really argue against birthdays here, but we're we're trying to think of all the points they would make. Well, and, I guess one is it's like, what? What do you got to have a day for yourself? I mean, who cares? You're just another person, you know. Uh, it's like you know, I I can understand the idea of somebody not caring that much about a birthday. You know, it's not that big of a deal. You know. Oh God, that was you. I thought there was something. Yeah, on. yeah. I mean, yeah, I understand that idea. That like, it's egocentric. It know? is a little egocentric, but you know, sometimes you just selfish. Everybody kind of. is a little selfish, and everybody wants to be cared for at least one point in their time and their in their well, year. Well, it's and just that's a the matter of it's like you know, hey, this is it is your day, I guess. You know, I mean, I know it's a thing that we just completely invented. You know that it's it's significant. You know. But, you know, uh, you know I, I like that idea, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I think that kind of um, covers our final word there, you know? Yeah, I guess birthdays... I'm we, for it. I'm for it. Um, now, uh, before we end this episode, I will say we're going to probably take uh, a, a two-week two hiatus. hiatus, two-week break, because we're going to be going to Los Angeles and San Francisco, or and Oakland, California, and San for, Francisco. for uh, two weeks. Um, starting on Tuesday of next week. And we're going to be away from all our recording equipment in our studio, our podcast studio. And so, um, you know, I guess what I can say is, we, I mean, we might, we, record, we might record an episode over in California. We'll see. Well, but probably if we doubtful. But I will say that we will be recording, we will be guests on... Uh, our sister and our friend Dominic's podcast totally tell me. We also be we will, we will also so be guests on our that. older brother's uh, video game music podcast, the Legacy Music Legacy Hour. So music tune into, so but, uh, tune into those, you know, for us. So if you still, so if you, for those if you two feel weeks like that were, if you so, feel like, oh if man, having, I need some more. If Max you're having and Max and Nikki withdraw, if you're having Max and Nikki withdrawal for those two weeks, you have two different episodes of other podcasts that you should already be listening to that will be. Uh, guesting on um but um if you don't really care to listen to those other ones and you just only care about listening to splitting hairs with max and nikki come then, go back and repeat something well, you've already heard sure that <laughs> um and and we'll see you in the new year we'll see you in the new year Ooh, new year happy holidays and happy new year thank you for tuning in to another edition of splitting hairs with max and nikki Tune in next time, next year.